Hello everyone, welcome to Nerdy People Play D&D, where we play games with pens, paper, dice, and our imagination. Thanks for joining us. So, everybody, welcome back to Nerdy People Play D&D in the Margrave, where at the end of last episode we realized Josh can't tell time very well on a larger scale than, you know, five minutes from now. Um, we're all back. We, we had a wonderful, wonderful time with four-fifths of the party absolutely murdering three innocent woodsmen and then seeing a small brain-like creature try to run away and being just mobbed by ravens. Chuck, on the other hand, was performing some very, very, very valuable reconnaissance on the uh, enemy camp. How are we, people? We, we all feeling pretty good still? Yeah, I'm wishing I got some ice cream. One of the players got some ice cream in the break and now I'm feeling like serious planning regret for not getting ice cream in the break. Sorry about that. That's fair. You're not sorry. You're not sorry. <laughs> okay. I, I'm not sorry because I got to eat my wife's delicious cakes that I took pictures of and put on Twitter and they were amazing. But anyways. So the the main body of the party being Hulford, Grizz Hello. and Tikamir were proceeding north to meet up with Chirk, who was heading south to meet them. And our good friend Hunan was heading off west to find out what was down that path. Because splitting the party further, I mean, that's a survival strategy, right, people? Yeah. What what can happen getting lost in the woods? Yes. So they say always split <laughs> the party. I've, I've died in a party, so I mean, it's just as valid. <laughs> that's fair. Excellent. So, um, Chirk, we'll, we'll start, uh, we'll start with yourself. You, you were booking it back. Yep. Um, I would say given that the other party member, actually, Hunan, were you trying to sneak off or were you trying to like, or were you just going and not paying any attention to anyone? Uh, I was just, I was just like, I'll catch up and I'll, I'll start heading west down the western path. Oakley dokely. Um, it doesn't take particularly long for Chirk and the other three parties to meet up. Uh, I would say you're like, you know, you were running south, they were running north. You're about 250 feet from the enemy encampment. We can run like 300 feet a minute, we worked out, on with Tylus. Yeah. So basically a few seconds so, later, we just suddenly surprise each other. Yep. <laughs> I'll, I'll put you on the same map, although um, it doesn't mean that you're all near the camp. Um, so I guess as soon as I run into everyone... I'll stop them and I'll fill them in on on what I saw with the tree encampment and the 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 busy vibe and the fact that I've seen an unconscious Terelza being taken up a tree, but um, there wasn't a huge there wasn't a sense of danger necessarily, but there were giant goats and wags and orcs and lots of armed oh people. So yeah really hesitant to just suddenly just knock on a door and say, hey, we're here for Terelza, uh alone. What if I did that? So that's why I thought it'd best to come back and get get all y'all. What if I did that and everyone else hid? Um, I'm not very... I mean, stay away from the giant... Stay away from the giant goats, definitely. But I'm not very into... One stamp, <laughs> and I think... Mm. That's my only plan I've got. Um, there were lots of people. I, I mean, 
the thought of sneaking crossed my mind, but it's a it's a it's a tough sell. We might need I don't know better brains than mine uh, applying themselves to a strategy here. How about just putting it out there, something totally different. I'll just walk straight up to the door and say hello. <laughs> I mean, getting to the door is the bit that we might have issue with. I'm on, I'm on board with the, the casual vibe, but getting to the door with the casual vibe is the hard part. Oh, that's all I've got. Open to other plans. No, I'm willing to give that a try. It's probably the, it probably is the best shot. We just wouldn't be starting at the door so much as starting at all the people on the ground. Really, my plan's the best plan. I <laughs> yeah. look. The, I've, I yeah. I honestly think your plan is the best plan. There's armed people around there. You're delightfully non-threatening. Uh, can you talk well, with you. Can you talk with animals? You can um, you can speak with animals. I can speak I can, with animals. We but can they can't take... understand. They can't understand me or talk back. But I can definitely speak with. No, animals. that's that's fine. But we can hopefully like keep them <laughs> calm. Talk to the wags. Talk to the giant goats. Let them know that we're not we're not aggressive if they start to oh. get their hackles up. So I I do think it's the best plan. Okay. Maybe maybe our giant bear and giant metal friend should. Uh, Aim to be as non-threatening as physically non-threatening as possible. Is that is that a, is yeah, that a I'll goer? Hang, I'll hang back. Okay, I just start walking off towards the where Chirk said Terrelza is. I I would point out it's it is starting to get very very dark in the forest. Like it is clearly nightfall now. Oh. Um. I don't see that really hampering our plan significantly. I'd rather no, be. Yeah. We could, I, I we just could lean on. You all know. No, we could lean on sort of lost travelers stumbling on an encampment at nightfall. Then I think that might help out. I thought I had our pitch. night vision, but I can't find it anywhere. You do. Erin yeah. can. Erin have got dark vision. Okay. Oh yeah, dark vision. Okay. So uh, your your intention is to walk. Straight so up the to the armed camp. Hello. Yeah, and say hello. Uh, yeah, at least, yeah, at least, yeah, walk into the camp and say hello. Mm-hmm. Okay, sure. Um, so I walk up. At, Hunan? So I start walking. I've got, I've, I've got like my little staff and I don't have weapons on me. I don't even really carry it. I've got a sling, but that just goes in my pocket. Oh, I'll definitely strap my giant um, scythe to my back as discreetly as it's possible to strap it. Giant side. Is everyone staying in the bushes? Some would or say that's difficult. Walking with me, following. I'm. I'm staying and following right behind Huddleford. Okay. Okay. So um, I'll, I'll say y'all are walking towards the camp okay. uh, now. Um, Hunan. Yeah. Uh, it, it's a few minutes walking for you, and there are yep. a couple of moments where you need to push branches out of your way. Um, That's all right. However, in those few, you know, after those few minutes, the forest clearing, the forest clears around you again, and what you find is a circle of standing stones carved with the likeness of various ravens, including figures that are a, a weird mix of 
raven and human. In the middle of these is one that looks very, very much like a raven folk wood. And perched upon several of these stones are large and, as far as you can tell, ancient ravens. I'd approach. Uh, okay. Uh, I'm just trying to think how to respond. So just just to double check and confirm, there were ravens perched on the on some of the stones that Each are in that them. circle. Yeah. The the largest and most regal looking of the ravens is perched on the one in the middle that looks yep. like a essentially like a raven folk like yourself. Cool. Not like you uh, specifically, but a raven folk. Uh that's okay. I would I would approach and give my best uh bard, bardish bow. Courtly. Uh, courtly courtly bow. Uh and then greet them. Sorry, I'm doing my best to imitate a raven's body language in my camera that is now turned on. Um, the largest <laughs> one simply leans forwards at you, and it caws. And this caw, it reverberates within you. You can hear it echoing slightly off the statues around you, and then you feel a presence in your mind. And then the raven simply says to you, well, it it's coring, but you're hearing it like language. Yep. And without Josh coring at you like a mad idiot on the other side of the internet. Oh god. Um, no, we don't want. No <laughs> one wants that, Dan. I do. I can't do it effectively. People will think I'm crazy. They'll think I'm a raven. Uh-huh. Sorry. Getting back to the point. You feel the raven is communicating to you and telling you very briefly something is wrong with the Margrave. Very wrong. That some time ago, and it can't tell you when because time is essentially a like a human construct or a sentient yep. construct, and this raven doesn't give you a sense of time except to say that it was very ancient. That something came through the Margrave, through to this area, and infected it. And it came from somewhere else. And now others are coming for that something else. It is calling out across the multi-planar existence to something, but you don't know what. Okay, so it's not just that the Margrave is sick. It's that something is intentionally infected the Margrave and others are pursuing it. Yeah, that um, wouldn't be too far wrong. I, I would ask back, um, both verbally and in my mind as well, um, what, what can I do to help? If a raven could smile, it would be smiling at you. Yep. You can fight for the Margrave. The ravens will be with you 
We will watch. We will help. But you are the one that must fight. You then get a feeling as if something has been put on you. Not quite a gears, not quite a not not quite a compulsion, but yep. you have an understanding now that the Ravens have chosen you for something. But they're not gonna tell you okay. because we don't. They're, do they're ravens. Yes. That that they can be dickish birds. Yeah. Smart but dickish. Yeah, yeah. I mean they they'll tell you what they want to tell you, but never more. Oh. Yeah. Uh, we all heard that, Josh. I, I I am disappointed. Thank you. I'm surprised no one saw that one staggering over the horizon. Very good. Um, you okay, Anthony? That didn't cause too much psychic damage. I I, I will live. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 all good. Very good. Um. I would, I would, I would, I would let whatever presence has fallen upon me do do that. I wouldn't resist. Okay. But uh, I would also sort of walk around the stones and get a bit of a a look at the the location here, if I could. Uh, I don't have a map for it. This is a theater of the mind moment. No, that's no, no, no. Oh, no, oh, oh okay, okay, cool. Um, Just in terms of the see... circle, I'm walking around inspecting. Oh, each sure, stone. sure. You can see that at some of these statues, um, small offerings have been left. In some cases, like you know, food has been left, or in one of two cases, like bright, shiny glass gems, or coins in yep. some cases, or ribbons. Bits of cloth, just something with shine to it. So that's the case. What I would do is I would take my coin pouch. Mm-hmm. Uh, tip out probably ten gold pieces. Mm-hmm. Polish them up to a nice shine. And then place them down as an offering on the center pillar or the center stone. I will give you inspiration. The ravens all core in unison approvingly. And you you understand that your offering has been accepted. Cool. Excellent. Now, coming back to um, Huddleford and uh, whatnot. Um, Huddleford, in the bare scant minutes that have passed... um, Oh, need to hide that. And, uh, sorry. Uh, in, in the bare few scant minutes that have passed, um, not much has changed in the camp from what you can understand. I mean, was everyone, like, moving up at the same time, roughly? I think me and Tinkamir uh, just... are going forward and Chirk and Grizz are staying in the um, bushes. Correct. Yep. Okay. Uh, Huddleford, as you get near to this place, can you give me a, um, I'm going to say history check with advantage. History? Can I do mm-hmm. nature or something else? Survival? Animal handling? History, hi- history or religion, some, something like that. Unfortunately, this isn't a willpower check. This is a, um, 
I'm not great at this. Can you remember something, Jack? Three. I know about history. Uh, you have advantage. It won't help. Fifteen. Wow, maybe ten. Okay. Um, as you approach Huddleford, you have a, a slight understanding of what this place is and why it feels weird to you. These aren't just ordinary trees. These trees have grown in a very, very odd fashion. And you can remember that when you were, you know, at a druid school, these trees are essentially what are called fingers of Drende. Now, these trees are inherently magical. In fact, wood that is carved from these trees is actually often used in the forging of magical wooden weapons or extremely high-quality artisanal tools that could be used to, you know, like anything that would be used for wood shaving or instruments, anything wooden made from these tools, is of outstandingly high quality. Okay. And do I know how fingers of Drende are made? They simply grow out of the ground. Like, they are... They, they, they grow from these trees... But they have, they're believed by druids to have like a, almost a level of awareness. Oh, so it's like a sacred tree. Not, not in sentience, but an awareness of reality. Right. Interesting. Okay. Uh, Tikamir, were you hanging back? No, I was like right behind Huddleford. Oh, okay. Can you give me um, Arcana or something like that? Or something like that. Yeah, uh, or, you know, whatever you would use to detect ley lines. Uh, I think, well, I've got several uh, class abilities that mean I can just pick them up. Oh, do you? Oh, gosh, sorry. Uh, I, I oh, no, I have, to, I have to spend an extended period in the presence of ley lines to become aware of them. So I'll roll a Kana. Okay. Oh. 20. That's excellent. Tikamir, what you feel is, and, and this is like to the east, you feel a pulling towards a ley line, and this thing feels more powerful than anything you've felt. Like, the ley lines you felt previously, like, if to kind of put an analogy behind it, they're like turning on the tap. This is a river. Huddleford, do you think you'll be right talking to these folk for a moment? I just need to go behind the bushes. I honestly didn't even realize you were behind me. Oh, you're a wee prickly one. <laughs> That's a good one. I'll just be, I'll just be over here. Excellent. So um, you 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 head off into the woods. Um, I'll, I'll stick with you. It takes you a few minutes, but given that you're traveling at what was it, five hundred feet a sec a, a minute, what speed was it again? I think, but I don't know if that's normal speed, and that has to be times by three, or if that's what we worked out. Okay, it is it's a lot. Let, let's give it a good ten minutes, roughly. I mean, this is you traveling at quite some time, and as you travel, the 
the pull of this ley line is just intense. It is digging into the very being of you. And as you walk forwards towards it, it is almost like you can feel the power vibrating through your metallic form. As you approach its site, though, give me a perception roll. Oh, that's not so good. What did you roll? Sorry, it's not turning up. Oh, nine. Wonderful. Okay. Without any... Sorry. Without any form of warning, Tikamir, you suddenly feel a psychic assault on you that has seemingly come from nowhere. Can you give oh. me a... Uh, an intelligence saving throw, please. Yes, I can. Okay. We'll, we'll, we'll see if you can, but, you yeah. know. Well, I can give you the roll. I don't know what the... Is that a seven? Oof. That is a seven. Wonderful. You feel just a crackling fist of psychic energy slam into your brain or, or where your brain well you don't have a brain you have a, a soul gem it erupts into your being and you are going to take a wee bit of damage uh -oh. you take 25 oh. psychic oh. damage oh. Tikamir's form is hurled backwards and you, yeah, that, yes, uh, Dan, who has just typed a wee bit. Yeah, just a wee bit. You are overwhelmed with psychic damage and your vision just goes blurry and a large figure, its three-fingered hand reaching out to you, grips your head and you are now grappled by this creature. Sorry, how does this, stun this work? This is all rather academic because I'm well beyond zero hit points. Are you? How far beyond zero? Uh, well, I'm only level three. Yeah. And my hit points, my constitution modifier was only one. So my hit points are... Uh, did it, did it, did it, did it, did it, 17. Okay. So, the last thing you see, Tikamir is a hand reaching out for your metal head. The last thing you feel are strong and uncaring hands tearing your head from your body and reaching into the skull to remove the soul gem. The very last feeling your soul has is the feeling of this soul gem being viciously destroyed in this hand, but you're... Your essence flows into the Lee line, and you are now one with the Margrief. Ouch. What? Wait. Yes. I'm dead. No, wait. Wait. No, wait. I mean... No, you didn't take enough damage I mean, to instant death. We can go and, like, re re recover him, right? I don't know. You, you don't know he's dead. 
no, no, I know, but at some point we're going to wonder where the hell he is, and I mean, we've, we've we've seen him walk off in a direction, and oh my god. Yeah. Okay, bringing it back to the uh, Margrave with Huddleford and um, Chirk, so you two were approaching the camp? Uh, no, it was Huddleford and Tigamir, so it's just Huddleford now. Grizz and I were lingering at the entrance pending outcome of the welcome. Okay. Huddleford, you stroll with that level of boldness that I, I don't know how a three three and a half foot tall creature has um, into the camp. You can see, I mean, given that it's only been a few minutes since Chirk was here, I mean, not a lot has changed. The wogs are still enjoying their meal. There are still people walking around the, um, uh, the towers and whatnot. And yeah. I mean, as I said, you'd seen the fingers of Derende. You have an understanding that this is not quite a sacred place for druids, but it is a special place. This is a place where the gaps between different planes can be felt somewhat differently. Um, does anyone in particular look in charge? Not from what you can see as yet, no. Okay, I'll just... I mean, up. you can see... Sorry, go ahead. I, I was going to say, I mean, you can see the human over here. I mean, he's a dirty-looking, you know, peasantish fellow, but, I mean, he's holding a spear and he's feeding the two wags. Okay. Which are this fellow and this person. As I walk up, I'll say, hello, and wave. Okay. The human immediately goes on guard and points a spear at you. The two wags are growling and their hackles go up. You can hear to immediately to your right one human yelling, like, you know, HALT INTRUDER! And suddenly pointing an arrow at you. He yells HALT INTRUDER? Yes. Okay, I'll smile and wave to him. Hello! Okay. The two humans are, like, the, the one down here... I mean, the two wilds, they are staying still, but they are growling at you fiercely, and they are salivating. The human approaching you has a spear out, and says, who are you? I'm Hartleford, who are you? And I'll put my hand out to shake. He, he doesn't respond to your handshake, oddly enough. Um, uh, Yiji, what are you doing here? Who sent you? I'm coming to say hello. Okay. It's at this point the large orc that Chirk had seen slides down the ladder and simply starts pushing his way imperiously to the front. As he passes the wags, he clicks his fingers and they lay down on the ground. I say hello. I'm Huddleford. Nice to meet you. I'm Drom. Drom? What are you doing here? I'm kind of, I've come to say hello. This is a very nice village. You know, I've not seen Fingers of Drende since my apprenticeship. They are spectacular. I think, little friend, you should come with me. I've got someone I'd like you to meet. Oh, I'd like to meet people. Excellent. Can my friends come too? Not yet. I think we'll just bring you, my little friend. Okay. And he 
he lays a hand on your shoulder. Like he, he's aware that you've got prickles, but there's a, there's a very definite understanding that he's not gently guiding you somewhere. Okay. He is hauling you somewhere. Sure. He pulls you through the camp and you come to a very, very ancient and withered finger of Derende. Like this thing didn't grow to the size of the others, but you can tell already that it is almost impossibly old for a tree. Wow, Drom, look uh, at that tree. He waves you upwards to climb up the ladder that you find. And at the top, you see a figure that's actually smaller than... Do you climb up without sure, yeah, yeah, anything? Yeah, or? Oh, okay, excellent. You see a tiny little figure. Now, this would this figure is like your one foot... So you're three, and, three feet or three and a half feet tall or whatever. This tiny little creature exactly. is but one... Okay, cool. Uh, this tiny little creature is barely a foot tall, but her... She's like essentially a foot tall version of Tinkerbell, except her skin is dark grey and her hair is black and ill-kemptly cut. Okay. Um, you can see that she is... She is... Oh, far out, I've forgotten the word. Um, when you lay yourself flat... Prone. Uh, in a religious... For religious praying. purpose. Thank, yeah, not prone or praying, but... Genuflecting? Thank you. That'll do. There's a P word that means the same damn thing, and I can't think of it. It's really annoying. She is prostrating. Prostrating. Thank you. Prostrating. Not prostrating. Yes. Yes. Prostrating <laughs> is something completely different. Um, she is prostrating her prostrate. Oh, you got a real self-deprecating <laughs> sense of humor there. <laughs> I love how we've spun from tragedy to bum humor. That's great. Um, she is prostrating herself to nothing obviously in front of her, but to something around her. And she, she, she's tiny. She's got like huge moth wings and a short bow and arrow are right next to her. My she friend, is speaking a language sh- that you have. Pardon? Sorry. Drum, my friend. I think she's busy. We should wait quietly and respectfully. But right here, little friend. We'll wait right here. Good idea. And his his grip tightens slightly on your shoulder. She is babbling in a language that you cannot understand. It is part sylvan, it is part druidic, it is common, and then there are languages in there that you do not understand but are just wrong-sounding. As he's gr- after a few, sorry. As he's gripping my shoulder, I'll just kind of like move so he can like really get the spot that's been aching. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Um, after a short amount of time, like you think maybe a, a ten to fifteen minute wait, she seems to wake up and come back to herself. Drum. Uh, who is this? Hello, I'm Huddleford. I'll give her the the. And um, what is arena, a Huddleford doing here? Arena Drum? greeting of the, and the bum shake. That like the the, the works. 
I'm pulling out all the stops. She does not appear to be amused, nor does she appear to be impressed. Ah, you don't. And what exactly is a Huddleford doing here? I haven't seen Fingers of Drende like this since my apprenticeship. This place is amazing. You you know the Fingers of Drende? Oh, yeah. Look at my fancy stick. It's made out of Fingers of Drende. She looks at it for a few moments. I think, little friend, are you hungry? Not really. Well, we'd love to keep you for dinner. Sure. Do you have tea and biscuits? No, but I believe Drom brought something back recently from one of his little forays. Foray, leading to a soiree. I like. Exactly, exactly. Now, you make yourself comfortable. I didn't catch your name. Now, tell me my name. Yeah. Give me a second. You look like a queen. Oh, aren't you a darling? My name is Binia. Binia. Yes, Binia. That's a lovely name. It's spelled B-I-N-I-A for the good player characters that are taking notes. I did say you guys, sorry, I did say you all are my sunshine and I meant it because you take notes when we play in Cameron's game and I don't. (laughs) Well met, Binia, Pixie Queen and I'll um, bow. I'm not a pixie. I'm in Aredni. Bless you. Bless you too. Now tell me, Huddleford, do you, you wouldn't have any friends around here, would you? I would. Would, would they care to join us for dinner? I don't. We'd love having people for dinner. I don't know. Drob, would you like to join, join us for dinner? Drum somewhat smiles and says, If you have friends here, they're more than welcome to join us. What's uh, for dinner? Well, we usually see whatever we can find, my little friend. I brought a little something back home recently. That should be more than adequate for task. Okay. So, uh, I like what you've done with the place. What are you doing with all the fingers of Drende? And I'll sort of walk um, around and just articulate at various things. Give, give me a um, I'm, I'm going to say a straight wisdom roll because I'm th- there's not like a druid skill, but something that would be based on your druidic background. So I mean, you can go history again with advantage or or just a flat wisdom, whichever you prefer. Oh uh, well, I roll wisdom, and I got a ten. Okay. Excellent. Not great. Um. I didn't well, do that with advantage, though. That, oh, you said straight wisdom, yes. So there you go. Yeah, yeah, straight wisdom or intelligence with advantage. Okay. Like a history or some such. Mm-hmm. Um, you can see a lot of very, very odd markings have been carved into this platform. And while some of them were, you know, painted with, you know, lime-based paint or, or something like that, um, 
One or two of them are far darker color. I'm now on my all fours and I'm like sniffing mm -hmm. around and looking at them and circling some of the odd ones. I'm like, this one's really okay. weird. That one's totally odd. I do not know what that one is. I, I don't, I wouldn't worry your head about that one. Um, do, do Erin have advantage on smell checks or anything like that? No, I have advantage on intelligence against magic and wisdom against magic and poison. Okay, excellent. Um, you can't tell what any of these markings mean, although a number of them are definitely druidic in nature. Um, but it, it's, look, with a 10, look, it's been some time since you studied the written form of druidic, and this is like a really old and odd, weird form of druidic. So it doesn't really make sense to you completely at the moment. I, I speak, by the way, common druidic, Erina and Sylvan. So I would have understood some of what she said in her prayer as well. Some of what she said, yes. Um, what little you understood was it sounded like a call. It, it sounded like she was calling out for something. She was trying to summon some kind of power forth from the land. But also... The way she was calling... Like, if you, if you think about the way some languages work... Mm -hmm. Um, English is not a very good example of this. Um, there are certain parts of a language that are like, this is the word you use to say, to say very politely please for something. Mm -hmm. The way she was asking was essentially not, hey, can I please have something, but I don't want this to happen. But she was summoning something. It's, yes. So she doesn't want... She was summoning something, as far as you can tell, that she didn't want to see. As if something was pushing in against her. Oh, so she was compelling her trying almost. to summon something not to come. Yes. Ah. Something like that. So... Like I said, you didn't understand everything that you heard. So, Binia, I noticed you were trying to summon something not to come. We, we don't need to talk about that now. Let's, let, let's find your friends. Where are they? Uh, they're around... This is way more interesting. I, I, well, if it's interesting, your friends should certainly see it, don't you think? Yeah, definitely. We should totally get my friends. We absolutely should get your friends. All of them. How many did you say you had? Oh, like total? Well, no, just, just, just around you that you came here with. How many would you say? Like around me, like right now? Just, just, um, um, drum. I'm, I mean, did, did you come to our camp by yourself? No. Or was anyone with you? Yes. Who was with you? My friends. This is going very you know well. <laughs> Drum at this point is like... <laughs> there, is, there is a clear kind of like... I just kind of plonk down on my butt now. And I'm just kind of like soaking it up, looking around. Is What can I see? Drum gets the feeling he's in an Asterix and Obelix comic. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm, I'm about her um, height. The... I'm about her height sitting down. Okay. I really hope Tikimi well, isn't she, dying She's considerably I'm shorter than you. While I'm messing you. around. <laughs> um, from, the, from where Grizz and, and Chirk are at the entrance, um, mm. I've got dark vision so I can see dimly that far. Mm-hmm. 
what's the what's the sense we're getting from like what what can i uh, do you have dark vision grizz i don't think so no uh well what's the sense i'm getting from what i'm seeing having had taken me a walk off in another direction and seeing huddleford have this extended conversation at the other end of the village you you don't get a really good look at um where huddleford is because he's 70 feet up in the air oh he's up in the air okay right. yeah <laughs> no sorry Tikamir no death saves um, um, so basically the... I've seen I've seen Tikamir walk off and I've seen Huddleford climb a tree and it's been what about 15 minutes and he has not got that yeah and um, the, the human leads the two wags away and tethers them to like this tree over here so they're, they're, they're tethered near the three giant goats that you can see Okay. Um, I'd I'd relay this to Grizz and say, "Look, Tikami has walked off somewhere. I don't know where. Uh, Huddleford's up a tree. Uh, Grizz would probably be able to see that the wags had been moved. Should we go in? Nothing seems bad, but I don't know. It's weird. Okay. Yeah. Um." We wouldn't know what Huddleford's doing. That's so he's fine, as far as we know. You also don't know where Hunan is. Yeah. Well, only in the sense that he hasn't caught up yet. I'm assuming. Yeah. Well, they haven't told you that I went down a different path yet. Or did I they? had ass- I had assumed that when we ran into each other, we updated each other. Um, yeah. Yeah. If I, I assumed that. wrong, that's then okay. that's fine. That's all good. Um, do you think we should check on them? I feel like... Like split? Like what? Split like one of us after Tikami and one stay here? Yeah, yeah. That's... What do you think? No, that's 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 what I was thinking. <laughs> Who? Which one of us goes where? Yeah. I mean, um, how safe do you feel wandering the forest at night, basically? Not very safe. I, I think I should go to Hartford. That probably makes sense. I can probably do a little better in the forest than... Yeah, and I'm, and I'm better with crowds. Than you. That's true. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, all right. So following this brief discussion, I would endeavour to, as quietly and discreetly as possible, head off in the direction that Tikamir went. Okay. Would I see Grizz approaching? Because if, if I do, I would like to forewarn everybody that he's my friend as opposed to letting him wander in i i would say you would definitely hear the um it, grizz if you're walking out that there's a very very similar reaction um you, you would definitely hear the um the shouting and the yelling of you know people yelling intruder intruder and again here's my friend grizz now joining us for dinner Grizz, I'm up here, and I wait. Walking, looking very, very confused. <laughs> Given that you're like, probably oh, about a hundred or so feet away from Grizz, Drom, he yells a word like "peace," and the the archers, after they hear someone else yell "peace," slowly lower their bows. Peace, bro. Peace. Okay. <laughs> uh, Grizz, yeah, I walk in uh, cautiously, but 
towards the saddle effect, okay. I suppose. Uh, Drom swings down and he starts swaggering towards you, Grizz. Um, give me a give me chuck me an insight roll. Insight. Yep. Fourteen. Excellent. You can tell he does not like you. I get that a lot. The reason, though, as far as you can tell with that insight, is you can tell he doesn't like you because you're big and because you look strong. And he walks with the air of someone who's like, right, you're big, you're strong. I, I need to see which of the two of us is stronger and better. So, I mean, he's clearly got a whole bunch of insecurities you could draw on later. <laughs> Feel free. Um, Vinia, you are going to love my friend Grizz Kindheart. He's a pacifist. And uh, oh, I think I love him already. And he eats honey, and uh, he tells great jokes. Although I've never heard him tell one. And so you'd say he has good taste. <laughs> yeah. She smiles, and you can see quite pointy canines. Excellent. I feel like that was like a innuendo. In your end, no. Um, <laughs> Chirk, as you have wandered off to try and track down where Tikamir went, um, yes. I mean, look, you. this is your favorite terrain. You do not need to roll to track Tikamir. You are able to find the headless remains of Tikamir. Can you give me a perception roll, please? <laughs> what else do I see? Oh, Tikamir. I mean, well, oh, that that's depends. What you I need a perception roll to tell you. Great. 18. No, no. 18. You tell him first, then he'll roll. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. Um, you see, uh, Tikamir's what... I mean, look, if if Tikamir had been a flesh and bone person, what you'd definitely call a corpse. Um, and you can see the, the scattered remains of what you're assuming it was probably Tikamir's head and face. Oh, so, like... Essentially, like the the body from the neck down is crumpled on the ground, and someone's yep. smashed in the skull elsewhere. Kinda, yeah. I mean, you, someone has torn the skull apart. You seem so cheerful in that description. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, um, can I can I go and like scoop up the bits? Uh, yeah, you can. Um. And um, obviously, would I, would you, I know enough as you about do how... so, As you do so, you can see an like a, a somewhat humanoid figure standing I mean, somewhere off in the shadows. Can you give me a wisdom roll, please? Like a wisdom saving roll, or...? Yes, please. Uh-oh. Yeah. Come on. You got Come on, sure. 19. Excellent. You feel a wave of magic... Like trying to, <laughs> I wave back. Sorry, force <laughs> itself. <laughs> sorry, you can I'm feel so sorry. Just channeling That's okay. No, 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 no. Look, I had that coming. Okay. I had that coming. <laughs> you feel a, like a wave of magic, like like something is trying to force your will. And for a moment, you get a side of a humanoid figure that is alien wrong you see you hear like a whispering in your mind stronger Mm -hmm. than i thought 
and you see just a, a brief flash of purple flesh and what you, you think might be long tendrils sprouting from this figure's face as it disappears uh. in a puff of darkness and withdraws away from you. Not a good time to be alone. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm a bit freaked out right now. Um, is there anything else in the area? With the perception of 18, not that you can hear, no. Although you do find the, the shattered fragments. I do, I, do have dark, I do have dark vision, so I can see yes. quite. Yes, I, I, I know, I know. You, you can find, you see the shattered fragments of Tikamir's soul gem littered around. Oh. And um, after the presence has left and the, the forest comes back to life, you can almost, it's, it's almost like you have a, an impression of Tikamir's being, like his essence is somewhere around you. Okay, so I definitely pick up all the little pieces of. Do I do I know how a Gearforge works, or is this just a uh, a completely natural being trying desperately to understand how machines work? I would I say it's like probably it's that. Yes, yep. it would be that. Um, I mean, Tikamir was the first machine. Sorry, was yeah. the first Gearforge that you'd ever met. Yeah. Briefly. Um, yeah, and that almost didn't go well, as I recall. Um, so I'll, I guess I'll pick up the pieces of the soul gem and kind of just try and put them back together. I'm gesticulating here. That's not helpful for uh, yes. those listening, uh, but yeah. <laughs> not helpful for an audio format. Yes, no. Um, you a, a couple of them kind of slide together, but they don't stick together. But you, you get the definite sense that if Tikamir could speak to you, say, one last time and could maybe say something, he, he could get a couple of words out. What are you going to stick in that finger? <laughs> the famous last words of Tikamir, the gear forged. Uh, suddenly startled, yes, the, the soul gem clatters to the ground. And the- at that point, I will kind of reflectively sort of use my primeval awareness to sense the space around me. Um, so uh, since I'm in my favorite terrain, up to a six mile, within six miles of me, any aberrations, celestials, dragons, elementals, fey or fiends. It doesn't reveal their location, just whether one is present. When you try and reach out to this, it's like trying to hear... A note in... It's like trying to pick out one instrument in an orchestra. A loud orchestra. An overpoweringly loud orchestra. Because you feel all around you, emanating particularly from the camp, is the sense of some form of immense aberration. Oh, so this is more than just... Tikamir or this weird thing that's just scared the bejesus out of me. Yes, a lot more. Christ on a bike. Um, that was Indeed. said out of character. Turk is not religious. Um, okay, so I will... In the absence of anything else I can see to do, I'll scoop up... Well, just the head and the soul gem. How heavy is the body? Can I... It would be pretty gosh darn heavy. It would be yeah. 
like you could carry it, but it would be you wouldn't be able to move silently, and it would be extremely loud, and it would be very difficult. All right, I'll just pick up the gem and the like, well, what, what you pick what up you could potentially do with the body, though. Um, in say the Phantom Menace, do you remember how like the droids were able to like you know fold up on themselves quite a bit? What if it makes you think I remember anything about the Phantom Menace? <laughs> you do. <laughs> if you can't remember anything about the Phantom Menace, you're doing better than me. I wish I could remember anything about the Phantom Menace. Um, you can tell like his body would fold up. But Dan, what's that poster Pardon? on your wall over your shoulder? <laughs> But Dan's got a whole trilogy poster on his wall over it's his shoulder. It's a Josh Pike it album camera. poster and is thoroughly on Star Wars related. <laughs> I don't know. That that looks like <laughs> okay, a young I, item I, to me. I, uh, look, uh, do I have to like tweet all the posters in my house now just to confirm that I have no Star Wars posters? <laughs> you, you may have to, yes. <laughs> the only way. We, we, we might need that. But basically, let's go with Transformers. It sounds like what you're describing is basically folding them up like a Transformer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you, you can't quite see... I mean, you can almost see, like, a little handle on the back of him, so you could pick him up and, like, you know... Doo-doo-doo-doo. He just needs, like, a little, like, extended stick and a couple of wheels, and, like, you could just pull him along. Oh. So, take me a trundle case. Um, yeah, exactly. Well, if I need a merch line, that's the way to go. Um, I will do that if it's if it's easy to do, and I can then do that without delaying myself or causing any hassles on the way back to the uh the village then yeah i'll i'll take i'll take the lot excellent and um hunan um at this point in time you are able to like you're able to come back to the clearing where you split off from the rest of the party you have a vague idea actually tell give me a nature roll or or survival would i would i have been able to ask for the crow, the raven's assistance. I, I would not ever call a raven a crow. They do not take that kindly. No, 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 no. no. I wasn't. I didn't call it a crow at all. Good. I was. I was going to ask while I had their attention. I was going to ask if they could scout ahead and find the location of the rest of my party. So I had. They happily. Had they happily point you in the right direction. But after that, you're on your own. Cool. I'll still make that uh, nature check. Excellent. Bless you, Dan. Oh, Nat that's 20. Yeah. Look, you know exactly what... Much better, Dan. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You, you know exactly where they are, and you're able to follow them quite <laughs> easily. And off I yes. go. And uh, as you are, like, coming up in the woods, you can see that Grizz has walked forward into the camp... You can see Huddleford up a tree somewhere, and Chirk is essentially coming back to you, like, in the woods, dragging, kind of by the scruff of, like, a little handle built into his neck, what you're assuming is the inert body of Tikamir. And, um... I'll leave, leave you guys for, like, ten minutes. <laughs> what What the... What, what happened? And, unfortunately, people, we will be leaving it there for the night. Um, I want to say thank you to all my players for, for joining me. Um, I, wait, let me, let me take it back. I want to say thank you to my friends for spending this time with me because I've got an amazing week coming up, but, um, you guys always make it better. So you, you all make it better. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.
Thank you. Thanks. Excellent. And we'll do a quick round of socials. Um, Heath? Uh, you can follow me at Huddleford on Twitter. Excellent. Uh, Dan? Uh, you can follow me at ScaryDan on Twitter. Please don't follow me in real life. <laughs> yes. Not even to give him books. So give Dan books. Um, what about Star Wars posters? <laughs> yeah, give Dan Star Wars posters. If you see Dan in the, the wild, Last Jedi give Dan Star or Wars posters. nothing. Thank you very much. <laughs> no, only prequels only. Prequels Rogue only. One. It was the best one. Yeah, come on, internet, fight me. Um, Anthony? <laughs> uh, yeah, you can follow me at Twitter on Tales underscore DM, and I have a podcast, Tales of a New DM, as well. And Cameron, should people look up your stuff? Yes, I'm on Twitter at Braggerman or at Excellent. Braggerman. And until you go into the woods next time, take care of yourselves, love each other. Cheers. Bye. Bye. Excellent. Bye. 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 Um, Bye. (laughs) 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 Um, 